Welcome to Moped Karaoke Party. Bam. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Things are working. I don't know, like touching flowers are moving. Like, no, they're definitely working. Real good. It works. Doing work. Can you hear me? Doing the most. Dude, is Ashley here? Yeah. I can't hear myself. I can't hear her. No, that's way too loud. That's idling. That's still too loud. Maybe you should talk into the mic. I am talking into the mic. I can't hear myself. Huh? What? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear y'all. Oh. I guess I can. Yeah, I can kind of hear myself. I got it now. But do you really want to hear yourself? (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) (sighs) Welcome to Muppet Mother Flippin' (laughs) Monday Podcast Rooney. We're tired. I'm not tired. I'm fucking. I'm fired up, dude. <laughs> this is a rough Sunday. <laughs> yeah. When uh, you party like Richmond parties, <laughs> in bed by midnight, but went hard until we started at two, <laughs> two p.m. So shout out to Richie from the Rebel Rousers, David Junior. Junior had his dang surprise birthday party. At the new Rebel Ranch. I don't know if you guys have a name yet. No. Nah. The compound. Like, what, what's up? The farm? Of, we still don't have fucking, a name. I don't know, man. The the, the puppy, the animal orphanage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm becoming an animal rescuer. <laughs> Going to meet two dogs tomorrow. All the things. Oh, Ashley's here. Yay. Yay. We did it. <laughs> Reel her back in. <laughs> Um, yeah, so shout out to Richie. Happy birthday, bro. He went and picked up that six sacks that Thomas got for him. What was that thing? The sacks Hercules. Hercules, Hercules! <laughs> Big ass. MX5, I think, or yeah. something like that, or XM. Bitch is bigger than MB5. That's pretty cool. Pretty big bike. Pin clean, fuel tank, nice wheels. Decent wheels, anyway. Good tires, brakes, everything. Fired right up. It leaks oil. No, you know what that is? What is that? So, like, the guy couldn't get it started forever, and I think he just hasn't been able to run it, or when he has run it, it's just idled. So all the two-stroke oil just built up in the exhaust, and the exhaust is like a three-piece exhaust, whatever, you can disassemble it. Oh. So it's like all the unburnt oil just, like, dripping out of the exhaust. Okay. Uh, another shout-out. Shout-out to Modest Merch. Oh. Our homie from Chicago, from the Hot and Ready's. shout Sent us a bunch of stickers. Those are cool. And we got a bunch of his, his buttons, pens, cool. buttons, buttons, buttons. So he sent and us some of his buttons. Yeah, yeah. And I bought I bought a t-shirt. He was I printing some new shirt. poop shirts that look like the uh, Love Skate Park logo, but with the uh, the Pook logo as like the O. I've seen that on the internet. And I, I really saw it. like it. And I was like, damn, I got to support a homie. I so need I, to get a hat like that. So I bought a shirt. Trucker hat. And, and, and he threw in hat. a bunch of other stuff for us. Nice. On top of it. So thanks, dude. Um, we will throw it in some Ralphie packs. I wonder what he charges the big pins. His pins stuff. are sick. Yeah, they're, they're some sick shit. But appreciate it. Thanks, Dom. Yeah, appreciate that. Appreciate you, Dom. Speaking of <laughs> raffle shit, Dom. dude, we're coming up on the hundo. Huh. I don't even know what episode we're on. 95? 7? I missed a couple, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I try. <laughs> one week, I'm going to like pay attention to where we're at. 
in regards to the whole thing, but not anytime soon. Yeah. We'll see. So, you know. No, I'm yeah, good. sanitize my phone. Aaron just came in here to sanitize some phones. <laughs> like, I love it. It's kind of strange. <laughs> I, I sanitize my phone a lot, though. He does. Does he? Yeah. yeah. I have tons of, like, sprays and all kinds of crap. His clients have to, like, sign his phone and stuff. Oh, yeah, so, so I clean to. it constantly. Yeah, you have to, absolutely. So this is episode... I'm good. This is episode 95. <laughs> so... We did it. I farted. I might need a little butt wipe. Oh. 95. I'm going to help, help a brother out. <laughs> We're five episodes away from episode 100. From the Tomos, the killer Tomos, Jake yeah. Kane wannabe build. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to build a, a maybe fast Tomos. You know, we're not going to know because we're not going to write it. So <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> We ought to strap it on something, but I don't know if we'll have the time. We got to talk to some sponsors. We got the A55 sent into us, free of charge, donated to us. Who donated that? Do you remember? You told that, me, but I can't pull it out of my hat. That was Sal from uh, California. Spectre? Yeah. Spectre Motor Sal. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sick. A55 looks good. We don't know if it's a full circle race crank or not, but so I, we got a parts list we built up for it. And uh, some donation stuff we got to find. We're hoping to put a Gila kit on it. We're hoping to put a new kickstart lever. And, some, you know, it needs a sprocket. There's no ignition on it. So we're going to try to hit up some of our sponsors and get some sort of donated, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, and then raffle it off to you guys. Yeah, hopefully we'll put a cool ripper and someone can enjoy it. And, I don't know. Free to, free to you. People still ride Tomoses? Yeah. We talk a lot of shit. It's not like everybody's Ashley's, on. Ashley seems so disappointed because because we're not setting the motor on fire. But. Yeah, but like everybody's on that uh, fucking order the unusual from Dose Grind. Like let's Daddy get Doug. Yeah, Daddy oh. Doug. Is that where he got that bike from? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Daddy Daddy Doug from our our new one of our new RVA riders. Well, he's not that new anymore. He's been no. around for a bit. He's but, hooked, man. But yeah, he went deep. We need to have Doug on. Hooked on the Vespa. Yeah. Doug went deep down the rabbit hole of mopeds. And he keeps buying them and buying them. And now he's just like, I think he found love for the Vespa. And the Grande, man, hooked him. The Grande. And then he went and got like a new boss from Dose. Yeah. And it's cantilever, boss, goofy looking seat. It's pretty crazy. It's got that like s- scoop out in the seat for your helmet. Yeah, like that shit's wild. Like, it's tight. Oh, like, the extendable rack. Oh yeah, I'm super excited about that. It's it's the little <laughs> things in life. Yeah, man. It's a cool little bike, and it's like you know, it's different. So he's in like you know you're in it, the rear and, circle and, hole. It, yeah, and it's one of those things. If you want to win, not that anybody would want a Vespa Boss, but if you wanted one, where are you gonna get one? You know, oh, gotta Doug go wanted one. So, oh, I think he's got some. He's gonna sell some of his other shit too. To, yeah, I was looking at buying his DS50. I think he's gonna sell a couple of his derbies. I'm trying to be responsible. Like I already have bikes that I that I'm set to build. You know, like in my mind, if it, if everything went as planned, I would finish the Hobbit that I, the other Hobbit that I have for sale, and the money from that combined with the money that I got from finishing the Tomos I sold today would pay for the rest of my pook parts. The Ripper Tomos? The face melter? 
No. Shredder. It was it was, it was like a <laughs> slow one. Slow one. It was like a, a kit, but stock pipe. You know, basic shawl. The trickle tomos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was more like, of a trickle, not a ripper. <laughs> ready to go faster when you want to, because he's like new to riding. Like, you, you know, never ridden anything before besides a bicycle. You don't throw him on like a fifty mile an hour bike out the gates. Like, what was it an A three frame? A three five. Classic blue frame. Nice. Like really clean condition, yeah, stock, everything. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Take care of that later. Um, yeah, I like yeah. the blue Tomases. It was, it was a nice bike. Stuckers. And, you know, so I, f- I finished that off today. The regulator thing was kicking my ass the other week. I don't know if you guys saw on Instagram. I made that post, like, who's struggling with these fucking voltage regulators? Those things suck, man. <laughs> like, I always struggle with them. Yeah, it's super pain in the ass. Like, you don't come with any directions. You don't really know what's what. And... You know, went down a rabbit hole of like asking group chat and like getting pictures sent to me from uh, Philly. Shout out Legion, thanks for the help. Um, and he's like, yeah, this is this is the way you wire them up. Here's cool pictures. Here's like the diagrams we got. I'm like, sick. Do it, did it. Put it in there. Like, hang on. Fucking, I keep pushing the damn button. I'm gonna get my phone out of the way. Um, and I fucking turn the bike on and I. At least it ain't it. nugget porn on there. Oh yeah. And I damn, I damn rev it up and I blew a blue light bulb. And I was like, you motherfucker. So I switched wiring around, tried a couple different ways, and everything I do, I'd like test it, and like the ground wire would kill it, kill the lights. Test uh, another way, uh, ground wire, kill the lights. Test another way, ground wire, kill the lights. Test another way, oh, it doesn't kill the lights. Let's see if that works. Rev it up, blow a light bulb. And I'm like, fuck. Like, light bulbs are expensive. Yeah. Dude, start going that I sold Richie a light bulb 15, today. 20 bucks, man. And, and his light bulb was blown. It's a six volt. I sold him a 12 volt. He put it right in there and fired the bike up and blew it. I'm like, it's not my fault. Yeah. But I it's not my fault. It's not me, man. That shit sucks. Perfectly good light bulb when it left my hands. <laughs> bud. And they're expensive, man. Like, light bulbs aren't cheap, dude. This shit adds up quick. You, this, you, you, you just keep blowing them. This is that weird, like, Euro Pook light bulb. Like, it's got the big flat flange on oh, it, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I had them, like, listed for $3. I don't know what they're... They, I'm Because I've had it forever, so I'm sure the price went up on them. Yeah, probably like 5 bucks, dude. Yeah. I don't know, but that thing was kicking my ass. So I finally like just like swapped another vulture. How many light bulbs you go through? I went through the two. I'm not. I'm not going anymore. Yeah, like after, that's what six bucks right there. Yeah, after two, probably probably more. Yeah, but six, eight bucks, something like that. But after two, you either got to go ohm reader and like figure the shit out like the smart way, or you just put on another one to see if that works. I put on a brand new one because that one was brand new. Should have worked, but I put on another brand new one and it worked. No I got this sick ass test light that I love. It's awesome. But I learned my lesson the hard way. It's like, you know, like a test light. You're supposed to stick it on like a fuse and it lights up if it's good. Yeah. But it's got a digital readout. And I was like, oh, this is going to be sick for like checking voltage and stuff. And it mm-hmm. is, except if your voltage regulator isn't working and it's pushing like fuck loads of voltage through it, mm-hmm. it fries it. Ooh. So, but luckily there's a warranty on it. And I did it, I did it twice <laughs> before I learned my lesson. I was like, what the fuck, man? Why is it broken already? I'm like tapping it, you know, like trying to get it to work and stick it back and nothing. No. No digital readout, no nothing. Damn. Like, fuck. But then I learned, I read some stuff on the internet. I was like, oh yeah, that's why I way too much wattage through yeah. it. It wasn't the voltage, it was the watts that got pushed from the CDI. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm pumped. I'm glad that that bike's finally out. Like, I, I sold it like a while ago. We put half down and I finally, after months like of not having time, I finally sat down and like, I've been put in an hour here and 30 minutes there and two hours there like you know for and if a you while buy now. if you buy a derby or whatever from doug that's going to take away from your maxi cross build yeah too. that's what i'm saying like i can't Better get shelved i can't buy his shit i gotta like finish i gotta stay focused my my goal this year is to be focused i'm actually gonna do a winter build because i haven't like 
done a official winter build because like Richmond, it doesn't get cold enough to really not ride. So I think just, I'm like, doing mine this year ride too. all the time. But this year, the maxi cross bike is going to be my winter build. My and next year, 2021, I'm flexing my Gila Cita. Gila Cita, uh, not uh, Galera Cita, whatever the hell it is, the little Vespa mini wheel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got the subframe in yesterday for it from Fred. Where are they from? Fred Venterluck. MR Racing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On, on Instagram. Pretty good deals. Sick. Vespa. They have nice uh, parts. Lurking. I've got, I bought a couple of things like the uh, the seal bearing conversion kits they sell. Mm-hmm. Really nice and legit. They're wheel bearing for the Vespa, very, you know, like Vespa wheels. Sick. Very good quality. I like that shit a lot. That's sick. Yeah, you got two of them. Doug's getting the other one? Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to see it when they, when you get it on the camera. I like that it came like a uh, wrap that had like protection wrapping on it too. Well, the thing about it is, I ordered two for myself, and then everybody's like, "I didn't know you were ordering subframes." <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck!" And then I hit him back, and he's like, "Yeah, the problem is like the more you ship, the more it costs, and then like you're better off just ordering two more. I'll give you like a little bit of a break on the shipping and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and just order another set." But he's like, I'm kind of out of some stuff and this, that, and the other. I was like, ah, don't worry about it. I'll let somebody else get some stuff frames, and I've got at least the one I need. Yeah. And I was just going to put the other one on the shelf for later for the Vespa Super Bravo. That thing but is lurking in the corner, that black one. That thing would be a sick dirt like, He, the one that he always has flexing on that website, I mean, on his Instagram page, is like a white one of those. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. With like the fucking. It's legit. The sh- water cooled and everything. The, the mini mono shock in the middle, like wrapping through the frame, all that fancy shit. That thing is bad as fuck. Yeah, that's it's tight. I really like bikes like that. Like that bike really reminds me of like um, money pits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. But it also really reminds me of like when people do like the free spirit, but with like the tank propped up, like like in a mid mid tank, like pseudo top tank. It's like top yeah. tank. St- but yeah. still step it's through. Like a, it's like a, a mid-crossbar with a, yeah. with a tank sitting on it. Like, I really like that look. Like, I, I don't know. I keep saying to myself, like, if I was ever build, like, I'm just going to build a straight out, just, like, speed, fucking fast, cool guy bike with low bars. Like, that would be, like, the one. I'm building one right now. Yeah. A maxi for, hopefully, to sell for stupid money. Oh, yeah. Maybe Moped Rich will put it on his website for me. Oh, yeah. The, I saw another, like, online moped dude who's like, yo, send us your bike. We'll post pictures of it. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I put low bars on it. It's got a cafe windshield, long seat already, mm, painted the engine, kit pipe, carb. Dude, I saw, I saw, I was chatting with Andy. I can't remember his last name. Right? I'll top of my head right now. I'm blowing it. But I was chatting with him about damn, damn, uh, French bikes the other day because he posted a picture on Instagram of um, someone who's got a Peugeot, but it's got the, the GY6 scooter kit on a french setup and I'm like yeah that's been like the new honda like that's like top of the line like hobbit thing right now I'm like cool after metric kit you want to step up like the gy6 setup is like the boss boss of all bosses you know for hobbit and someone threw I thought that gy6 is a four strike though it's i don't know maybe i don't know shit about it besides so it's, it's like a scooter it's like kit. The, the do top in or something or whatever yeah. it is all I know is the scooter kit. People put on mopeds with adapters and spacers, and it's 20 HP out the box. Yeah. And they're, like, ripping fucking dicks. And I've only seen a couple of them that are running, and still haven't heard that much feedback about them. I wonder if they're, like, the hobbits. built shredders. 
Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you're, I feel like if you're very in, in uh, police shit, it's like a line and you don't have any wobble, you shouldn't really be shredding belts. Yeah. Like, I know Vespa, you have that problem because, like, your shit stretches really easy or whatever, but there's already so much adjustment in your I, rear wheel. A lot of that's hobbits. probably my fault, though. You know, it's nothing to do with the belt or it's, you know, think I just got it set up too fucked yeah. up. But, like, I don't know. I saw that picture of that kit on a French bike and, like, I already, like, tell everyone fits. all the time. Well, I'm sure it needed adapters and spacers and all the shit to make it fit. But the thing is, it's like, it's got to be crazy because. Because it's already crazy. The, yeah, to begin the fastest with. single speed. I mean, the fastest, like, variated, kitted, like, moped I'd ever ridden off the line was that Moby that I bit, built with the bit a lot kit. And it was like 50cc bit a lot kit. And those things pull like motorcycles. Cl- launch, launch lever, fucking clutch pulley, ER three, like sixteen thousand RPM. The, the whole it. shit, and like it launched off the fucking line and just like pulled like you were on a motorcycle, like you said, like fast as all I'm gonna put ever ridden. I can only imagine like doing something like that, like with a kit that was like twice the power. It's got to be dumb. Yeah, it's probably like a wheelie monster. Yeah. So I was like, hmm. Well, I do have my motor became frame and like a bunch of fancy parts still sitting in a box on the shelf. I got a brand new crate motor sitting at home, AV10. Yeah, I was like, damn, like I need to maybe maybe I'm go back to French Lane after I finish my pook. Like Richmond really fell off in the French game. Like, well, the Rebels own the frame. We've no one, got that no engine. No one's got one. I've got one. I mean, no one's yeah. got one that's like that's out. on the road. Yeah, doing shit. Whatever, Not- dude. I can fire mine up and pump the tires up <laughs> and glue some lights to it. Nigel was like, "Oh, I got four. Like, yeah, where are they at? No one's seen them. I got his some man. Peugeot. He was putting some miles on those motherfuckers too yeah. for a minute. My grand priest still in the garage. That's that's French. I forgot you still had that too. Yeah, I'm trying to sell it, man. No one wants to buy it. Is it just not worth what it used to be? Well, I was like, when I got it, I was like, dude, this is rare bike. I was on my rare bike kick. Like, dude, I finally got a rare bike. No one's got a Grand Prix. Like, it's so sick. And it I'm, is sick. It looks I fucking great. fucking blacked it out. And it's tight. To, like, the storage, you, like, the whole thing's plastic. You can put all the shit inside of it. But it's the, also the bike that I don't want to take anywhere. Because the way we travel to rallies, we're like... Going 12 bikes deep in a trailer. Stacked upside down, right side up. Yeah, and it's like such a pain in the ass. And we have a bike that's rare and pr- proprietary parts you can't replace, like the gas tank and the fucking plastic, like, topping. Like, I'm like, I take I took it to the rally twice. And I was like, I was over it after that. I'm like, it didn't get fucked up or anything. But just, like, the fear of, it's like, like you, It's got to it be, like, a rally at home. Or dropping it. And, like, like I loaned it out one time. I loaned it out at a rally. And fucking... You know, French bike that rallied, rattled itself apart until the pipe fell off. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. But, I don't know, man. It's been a good week in mopeds, I guess. We had Richie's party. We fucking karaoke'd it up real hard out of nowhere. Dude, the karaoke is so fucking funny. Yeah. Show that came out of nowhere. We didn't expect to do that, but I've got, like, some band equipment in the garage. My drum set's in there, and I bought, like, a PA head. And a brand new mic. And I was like, you know what? We could probably just do a little bit of karaoke. And I was like, we'll do one. And then one turned into an all-nighter. Yeah. It kept going and going. Made the party lit. Yeah, it was a good time. I did buy a $200 Maxi. Oh, word? Thursday. I didn't know you bought a bike this week. Yeah, bought a Maxi. So I've been hit the guy up and let go. It's been on let go forever. A red Maxi. And a guy apparently didn't trust anybody, but he had my phone number from Randos or something. What? Yeah, because he was looking to buy a moped. So he's like, I want to buy a moped. And somebody's like, oh, call Thomas. And so he had my number in his phone. 
So I had been hitting him up, and like three months later, I sent him a message. Is this Thomas from Let Go? I'm like, <laughs> I don't have anything on Let Go. It's like, what are you talking about? It's like, did you hit me up about a moped on Let Go? I'm pretty sure it's Thomas. You have like a ton of mopeds, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, cool. I trust you to come take a look at this bike. Come on over. I was like, what the fuck? You've been sitting on it for months? Yeah. It's like, you haven't, I'm sure you've gotten other people like hitting you up about this thing. Like, why? So I guess it's kind of a good thing that people trust me enough to like rather sell it to me than other people. Yeah. You know? He's like, I've been watching your builds. I see them on Craigslist, man. They're fucking sick. I want to buy a bike from him. I'm like, you have a fucking maxi (laughs) right here, you idiot. Why do you want to build it? Oh, there just could be a money pit. I'm like, yeah, it's a money pit. I mean, I don't make a ton of money when I'm building them. I'm just making a cool bike and putting it out in the world. I might make two, three hundred bucks off it, but nothing. They're a money pit regardless if you you, you really want to pimp it out. He thinks he's just going to buy a reliable bike running from Thomas. But no one understands. That's what they they always think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And our first thing we tell everyone is like, okay, this is a moped. It's not a brand new scooter. Like, shit's... It might be reliable. You never know. You could get the one that just lasts for like three, four, five years. You never had to do anything to it or ever rebuild it. You didn't have to change your jetting when the weather changed. You just had that bike. I've seen them. They do it. Yeah. But. Shit's like Lucky Charms coming out of the exhaust when you're riding on the road. Like just a magical little machine. Never breaks down. Never broke down. Never changed the oil. You never did anything. Never pees on the carpet. seen it happen. But it's rare. Izzy's Magnum was like that. She never yeah, fucked with that workhorse, thing. Workhorse, dude. But yeah. she also beat it into the fucking ground when yeah. it finally ended and someone else had to work on it. It was basket case. Because well, I, I know. Because I was there working so on it. So eventually, <laughs> it eventually dies, you know. All good things come to an end. That they do. Speaking of coming to an end, this fucking bullshit chatter is coming to an end. Uh, tonight we got a guest, dude. Uh, we haven't, you know, dove into a new club in a while. So I did some Instagram and I just got a lot of shout outs today. Jeez. And I was Instagram in, found a beach club. Found a damn beach club. I don't no know beaches. The, yeah, I don't know where the damn beach is at. But, uh, Maybe gonna, they spelled bitch wrong. Oh. <laughs> we're going to take a journey to uh, Ohio, dude. We've been, we're going to watch something done in Ohio Club. Did we ever do um, Dam Riders? The Dam Riders? I th- no. Yeah, we did. We oh, did, I we wasn't did, there. Yeah, we did one guy from the Damn Riders. I remember that. Who else did we from Ohio? Do we got to get a Bombardment Society, some old school one, some old school rider. That's one of the early Moped Army clubs. Don't even know who they are. Yeah, old school. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I'm sure I've heard of it. Um, in one ear, out the other, man. I can't remember shit. We did the other club from Cincinnati. The uh, Cincinnati Daddies? No. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, no. I can't remember it. No, no, it wasn't Columbus. It was Columbus area riders. No, wait, that damn riders is Dayton. With the Tigers? Dayton. Dayton area moped riders or something. I mean, that's what the damn stands for. Columbus was the unofficials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They in Columbus? Yeah. We did that. We did them. Yeah. I'm real whistly in my nose today. Whatever. Let's hit the button. Let's hit this call. Let's see what's up. What up, dude? Dude, what's going on? How's up? How's it? How's it hanging? Dude, it's doing all right. How are you guys? Good. Good. We got a cool call on people house tonight. You know, it's me, Thomas, and Ashley, the original squad. OG squad. <laughs> so what's up, man? How are you? 
Dude, I'm doing all right. Chilling on the back patio. Hell yeah. We did not introduce you or anything, so you want to tell everyone who you are? Yeah, what's up? I'm Elliot. Um, I'm with the Moped Beach Club. Uh, I'm here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, so if you guys are in town ever, hit us up. Um, yeah, been doing mopeds for like 10 years. Oh, man. Um, I'm, also, I'm also a zero, um, so that's what's up. What yeah. up, zeros? Dual membership. Whoa, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. See, these guys are already official. Doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Yeah, how's that? How's that work, dude? How, do, how does the uh, the dual membership hang? Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, Andy was in uh, MCR. I believe he was actually one of the founding members too. So they're all super cool with it. Super supportive. Um, but uh, yeah, and everybody down here is super rad with it too. So. Is this how Zeros like does like a real sneaky black black grind where they just like scoop out tons of members? They just call them different clubs, but they're technically <laughs> all sort of the same <laughs> shit. Yeah, we got a lot of scouts. Umbrella pyramids. Yeah, shit, un- umbrella know? clubs. <laughs> we're not sister clubs. We're umbrella clubs. <laughs> Secret scout. Let's go. Yeah. So, so I want to know about the name. Yeah, did you guys just like Y'all spell have- bitch wrong and now it's beach or <laughs> <laughs> So it, it it was a kind of a that was good. I like that. Um it, it was it was kind of a, a mix of things. Originally uh Nick Haber and I were trying to start a club called the Rat Bastards and that changed into Brat Bastards and that wasn't jiving very much. And we had this uh group chat with a, like a bunch of Columbus peeps and uh one day it was just like yo this is just total beach vibes and we were all hanging out in the shop and uh nick was like should we just make this the moped beach club and everybody else was like absolutely um we are completely landlocked being in ohio <laughs> i mean like, so like you know you bring the beach to you so beach vibes all day um you know and that's just like good vibes uh wrenching riding um just having it generally a good time. That's what that's all about. <laughs> that's right. I so, feel it's go ahead. okay. I'll do whatever. I feel like like with it being the beach club, like someone needs to import sand and like have like a <laughs> like like your own sand lot like in front of like the garage, you know? Whatever the rich oh, yeah, spot yeah. is, dude, you gotta get a sand pit. <laughs> We've got like like, you know, like the shitty alley sand that's just the result from like everything being dirty <laughs> so we kind of have a beach and like when it rains super hard we've got like a nice river that goes through mm. so we got you know we got some lawn chairs and yeah maybe we can get a pina colada machine that was a topic at one point too for the shop <laughs> all right real talk you guys can't blow it this year i need to see like that that christmas card you know come out <laughs> like, the photoshop's gotta be legit dude i'm talking like beach blankets Shorty, shorty boys, some shades, <laughs> a couple buckets of brews. Yeah, like what's our group chat called now and the Richmond shit? Oh, yeah, our group chat name is always changing. Yeah, Moped, Lurker, Society, and Chat. <laughs> it's got some Chat, sh- chat, something. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah, it's, something up. yeah, it says that the topic is a hot, wet, boot, dryer, hotline. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck that means I, I put it on there so, but I don't know what it means exactly. yeah, I don't know if that happens with everyone else who uses group chat but like since our moped group chat here has so many people in it just like 
every once in a while you'll just see the name just randomly change. Someone will just change it the most random shit. And the photo is a busted stove that was in my yard for the fucking photo. <laughs> <laughs> I think our image right now is just some like you guys ever seen those like mirrors that were in like seventies and eighties homes that had a light behind them and they had like a uh, it was like a mirror with like a beach painting over top of it. It had yeah. like wave sounds oh, and yeah. shit. Yeah. It's basically just like yeah, it's like somebody's airbrushed rendition of that. I'm still a big fan of the uh <laughs> like the infinity mirrors that have the lights. It's like a yeah. piece of glass with a mirror behind it and like a little set of lights in it, so it looks like it just goes on forever and ever and ever. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's like the same thing. I've had ones where they like have like a reel behind them and like it's the water moving. Yeah, I had like, that too. Yeah, it's like a whole scene. It's got it makes noise and yeah. everything. And like yeah. chirps and it looks like the water's flowing and they're and they're like tacky and chrome and shit. They're loud as shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm trying to think of like things you guys can do when you show up to rallies to like really rep the beach vibe, you know? You just pull up on oh, the yeah. deck. Yeah, pour so, a bunch of sand in everybody's <laughs> gas tanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are those? You know when you go to the beach and they have those fucking, uh, like those half, like, tent kind of things? Yeah, nobody brings a real tent and they, everybody brings a half a tent and just sticks it together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the shade tent. Yeah, the shade tent. You're just lounging in the shade tent. <laughs> Yo, where's your tent, buddy? I don't know. He didn't come. He didn't bring his half. We're fucked. <laughs> I only brought a tarp and we didn't have any fucking poles. <laughs> so how, no, many, how many people are in the club? Everybody rides in flip-flops, no matter what the uh, weather. <laughs> Toes down. Hang 10, bro. Uh, hang 10. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let me think here. We've got, and I'm going to just name off the people because we've got, we've got quite a few people. Um, got myself, Nick Haber, Taylor Duncan, uh, Charles and Rebecca McCusker. Mark Peterson, who's also uh, Sebastian Tettenhorst, or however you say his uh, <laughs> Facebook name. Um, and then we've also got Kyle Taylor, um, who's uh, local. He actually moved from California, so he's here. We just met him last year. Um, brain farting here. Who else is in this group? Come on, Elliot. Um, oh, yeah, Nick's girlfriend as well, Jacqueline. She's, uh, she's in the group as well, so... That's kind of the base. I think there's like what six or seven of us. I think that was like the core group seven, of us. seven or eight or something. That's eight people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, eight, so whatever. It's, it's, it's a good amount of people. Yeah, that's um, a good. Uh, that's a good group, you know, for a moped club. Yeah, totally. I mean, and there's a ton of people in Columbus. Um, in this past riding season alone, I think we've got like 25 new riders. That's and crazy. like people, yeah, right. it's nuts. Like everybody just wanted bikes, and. Uh, Somehow, you know, Ohio being like the moped mecca, just bikes just kept popping up and people just kept getting all sorts of crazy shit. Sick. How's, um, how's the retention of all these new people? Uh, pretty sick? solid. There's there's actually a couple of people that like bought them together as friends and they have then made their own kind of like club themselves. Some people are even going as far as like patches and cuts and shit. Hell so yeah. it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's quite the diverse little... Uh, demographic of, of riders here like i love like watching new clubs pop up that's why i was like damn it's been a while since we've talked to like quote unquote the new club like it's like i think the last new club we did was the the goat heads maybe oh word so i was like damn it's been a while so i was like i gotta gotta find one man and chat it up goat heads well know. hell yeah we're, we're we're stoked to be be on moped monday 
We always talk about like the the retention of like new riders because like we sell a lot of bikes here. Like me and Thomas both sell bikes, and it's always like that's always a hard part trying to keep college them town around. though. Like they don't know what the fuck happens to them. Do they just yeah. abandon them or yep. what? Or they take them well, home with them? You know, like here, like you've got the like the we've got a large group of people that are willing to wrench and like willing to like learn what it takes to you know like stay a part of this culture. Um. And like hobby and whatever else, you know, you got to be able to start your bike at the end of the day. Can't but, start, uh, can't ride it. Exactly. So there's a, there's a lot of people that are down to wrench, down to learn. And there's also a lot of people that like, I bought this and now it doesn't run. Um, and I don't know what to do. And they're willing to pay people. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, more often than not, Nick, Nick and I, even Taylor, um, really everybody in, in Moped Beach Club, like extends their hand at helping people, um, you know, whether they pay us or not, you know. Um, but yeah, so there's that. And then there's also the people that are like, Oh, I got this moped. It used to run, but now my spark plug's dead and I don't want it anymore. And then they, you know, get rid of the bikes one way or another. 150 bucks. Let me get that. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What's the market for trash bikes, man? I mean, I bought a maxi just the other day, but it's pretty fucking trashed. I mean, it's not the worst. It could be like the tank's clean and it's mostly there, but it's missing, you know, like some pretty important shit. 200 bucks no title no nothing you know yes i mean ohio you don't have titles you don't have to worry about that shit um which is like thank god um but uh i mean compared like to other places columbus is pretty expensive for resale and like people selling shit in general like i've you know i've seen stock maxis um just with like a boss pipe and that's it go for like 900 bucks yeah it's pretty steep Uh, yeah. No, nah, um, man, that's next one I'm selling. I'm going to put it up there for two Gs. <laughs> yeah, See what happens. Right? Talking for e- real, though. Talking eBay prices. Yeah, I'm going to put it on <laughs> yeah. there for eBay J. Kane prices. <laughs> Thankfully, there are enough of us that are that are doing this, that have been doing this for a long time, that we like, you know, it, it, there's like got to be a realistic expectation yeah. for price on some of these things. You know, you can't sell fucking Jawa for $700, regardless if it's running or not. And it kind of gets um. to a point, too, where, like, you know, the people who are in the moped scene are the ones cornering the market and making the market what it is. It's like you're the ones buying and selling the bikes, really. So you're setting the prices. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, you know, that's not to say that, like, bikes don't pop up for hella cheap all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the thing about it is, like, with there's so many people um, and shit gets constantly posted on the unofficials page, too. So that's kind of like the means of communicating for like the greater group of people, you know, um, but people scoop them, people scoop them real, real quick. We've got one dude that was like notorious for buying like hundred dollar bikes and then like trying to sell them for like 1800 bucks and just like maybe spit shining the tank. And I feel like I ran into that guy. I feel like I tried, like he posted a shit ton of bikes at one point and and I messaged him, and he was like, "You know what these bikes are worth in my hands?" Kind of. Is that guy. the guy that's got like all the yeah. Honda Cubs and shit too? Yeah, I think so. Parked, I think he's, he's got, got like a big ass white garage, and they're all like parked out up front, like lined up. But all the shit he's got parked out there, you can't buy. Yeah, like some people tried to vouch for him or something, but I was like, "No, nah, I'm over it." Like he he got he, shitty. He got shitty in a message, and I was like, "No, I'm, I don't give a fuck." It's like he's, uh, <laughs> if you were selling a bunch of bikes, I was trying to come get a deal. You know, Campus I'll, I'll buy Steve yeah. tried to do that to me the other day when I was messaging about the Derby. He was like, you know what this thing's worth. It says make an offer. What's your offer? It's like, 
And I was like, basically, verbatim, I was like, fuck you. I can't buy it and sell it. Quit bullshitting me. I don't have time for this. What the fuck do you want for your moped? Tell me the price. Yeah. I don't like that shit. Like, it was that easy. When they don't want to give you a price, I'm like, okay. This I don't care if it's a crazy price. I don't give a fuck. What do you want for it? You know? Yeah. You got a price yeah. in your head, you know? Yeah, you know what you want for it. Tell me, the, tell me what you want for it. It's a nice bike. It's probably worth what you want, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, like, there's there's still the market for, like, you know, the like you just said, $150 or $200 maxi that needs to gone through, you know, go through. That's my but favorite like, ones, man. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those still left. You just got to do a little bit of hunting. Yeah. I'm constantly hawking Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist, even though I'm broke as fuck. That's but the life, like, dude. Keep, <laughs> keep, keeps my pocket team. Have you tried the next door app? No. <laughs> you might yeah. not have it there, but like a lot of times, there's like neighborhood apps that are like specific, so you can like keep like it's like Crime Watch on the internet, sort of. But it's like oh, s- simple buy sell trade stuff, like for your local area within like maybe ten miles or something. <laughs> and we got and, like, yeah, okay, go ahead. We got like let go. I don't know if you guys have that. Yeah, yeah. we have that. It's just, but this yeah. is like super specific to your neighborhood. So like your neighbor would be like, oh, I got a down tree. Can anybody help me? And then like five other neighbors oh, chime gotcha. in. Or like, suspicious Comcast guy. <laughs> Lost dog. <laughs> but once in a while, there's that, they, they come in handy because you'll get some like mega score deals because they don't know where else to advertise it. I'm but they love like, that. I'm also like wondering like, I'm like, I just remember that Thomas lives out like in the cut. He's like, oh, lost dog, you know suspicious Congress guy mine's like are those gunshots or are they fireworks <laughs> yeah we get those too but yeah yeah mine's that or like does anybody have a gallon of milk i can have like <laughs> whatever we're at his mom's house and there's a fucking drive-by right out front in the neighbor's house oh yeah across the street yeah that. it's like get out yeah people always people always post what's going on 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 this intersection like i don't yeah. you know <laughs> fuck if i know dude get out of here yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Call the cops. Ask them. Yeah. So how did so how did you get into mopeds? And um, how did you make this like transition from being zeros cool. to make believe beach club? <laughs> it's real. We're real. Um, realest motherfuckers, you know. Um, so I got into mopeds when I was twenty or when I was seventeen. Twenty-seven now, or I'll be twenty-seven this year. But uh, I don't know what I did. I think I like curfew or some shit so my parents took away my car and i was like oh hell no i can't not have wheels and like you know i'd already gotten to the point where like riding my bike you know two miles was like a pain in the ass because i had something with the motor that could take me there like in a fraction of the time so uh i was hunting on craigslist for like months and i finally found one because i think i didn't have my car for like i don't know a month but i'd been looking previously Anyway, uh, I found a Peugeot 102, and I hopped in my mom's truck, which I'm surprised she let me drive because I wasn't supposed to be driving. And went to take your car at that that point. They took my car away. That was what I was trying to get at. Yeah, but then she let you drive her truck. Yeah, right. Exactly. I don't. I don't know. It. 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 It it worked. It it worked out. (laughs) So I picked up this Peugeot 102 for 125 bucks. Um, it didn't have an idle screw and I like didn't know what the hell I was looking at. Um, so got me a wood so, screw, jammed it yeah, in well, there. Uh, I actually ended up hopping on Moped Army and there was a guy named uh, Johnny Two Strokes who is uh, a local here who's been doing this shit since like, you know, 
the eighties, you know, when handy bikes, the was, a, was a big shop here in Columbus that was doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, um, he hit, hooked me up with an idle screw and then I rode the piss out of that thing for like, you know, a whole summer. Did you like fuck with car. it other than that? Just an idle screw? Yeah. Uh, well then I went up to Toledo and Andy scout and helped me hack and weld like a shitty like slip on expansion chamber. And, uh, I had only talked to Andy on the moped army and I was like, man, who the fuck is this guy? And so I show up at the, sh- at the, uh, the old shop. I don't know if you guys ever, have you guys ever been to the old, old shop? Like with the three car garage, the yacht club thing or whatever. No, this is in Toledo. Oh uh, no, no, we no, never saw that place. We went to the uh, okay. last one. Right on, right on. They've got a new one anyway, now again. Yeah. 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 We've got a, like a 2200 square foot warehouse or something. It's fucking massive. Um, but we started out in a three car garage and I remember rolling up in my dude's Ranger and like pulling this, uh, Peugeot out and they're like already hammered and I'm like 17 and like have never even drank a beer yet. And I was like, Whoa, you guys are drinking PBR. And he's like, like Andy, like looks at his beer. He's like, yeah, you ever seen beer before? And I was like, (laughs) I mean, all right, fair enough, you know? And, uh, we got that pipe all like welded up and, I like was, you know, I'm a cheap ass 17 year old. And I was like, like, all right, dude, I'll see you later. And he was like, that pipe ain't free. And I was like, oh shit. Oh my bad, dude. Like, let's hurry up and weld this, this narc's pipe on so we can get out of here. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Like, <laughs> and uh who so, like, yeah. yeah who let the cop in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just like one of those uh bait traps they send the kid in to buy booze at the <laughs> fucking convenience store what's going on here this is 50 minutes no, i'm just kidding <laughs> um but yeah so we got it all jetted and shit and uh i saw he had a pbr tall boy and i was like dude can i have that can and he was like there's no beer in it why do you want it and i was like because I want to put it on my baffle. That's like what cool kids do, right? You know, like whatever. Uh, I don't know what I said. <laughs> and, and like, you know, brought it, tossed in the back of my buddy's truck, and we got to his mom's house, and his mom was like, have you been drinking? Why is there a tall boy can in the back of your truck right now? Like, I was like, no, it's for my moped. She's like, you're going to get pulled over. So that got Your crushed. life will be over. Yeah. I can't be cool now. Man, um, man I find someone to buy you a tall boy can. What the fuck? <laughs> But yeah, so went back to Columbus, rode around, um, and then I bought a Vespa Chow from Andy again. I traded him a Avanti Super Sport uh, VIP clone thing, uh, the top tank one, for it. And uh, those things are tried- weird looking. Yeah, they're they're kind of cool bikes, but they're so strange. They're All super bizarre. They got like a guy real here. round, long tank, almost like flat board track racer sort I've of. I've only seen yeah. one running like ever. Yeah, yeah, that was the one I had ran for like a total of like two weeks before I got my hands on it. So that was rad, but I thought that I could swap motors and that was a stupid, stupid new mistake. Oh, you can totally swap like, motors if you got a welder. Got enough yeah, well, I thought that, you know, you could just take bolts and fit it there, but that didn't work out then. So I get for being dumb and young. You got to get some of that, uh, like, a, what's that expandable metal, that like metal strapping? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like just a bunch of metal stick. Yeah, yeah, just like <laughs> stick it together. <laughs> I thought, these, thought these industrial zip ties would work. Yeah. But yeah, um, so then got this chow. I was too fat for a chow. 
Um, it was single speed, non-kitted. It's just like I just didn't have enough cheddar to be able to make it go fast. It's so not your that fault. For a, They're slow. Fuck. Hey, man, I, lo- I love me some Vespas. I've got a Bravo that I love dearly. Yeah, I, but, need, uh, I need my cat Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> what type of cat is it? Street cat. We have no idea. Oh, that's fair. The oh, ugliest yeah. cat in the bin, in the bunch. <laughs> He's a tabby. He's just a tabby. Just a cat to me. Ashley over here is an official cat wrangler. Yes. Yeah, the Bravos are sick. That's probably one of my favorite Vespas of all time. Yeah, that was a that was a fun long build. It's a cool um, frame. It's like such a unusual like. The shit. frame's good. The tank's kind of cool. I don't think they hold much fuel though. That's just, like no, the one downside not- to it. Yeah. Yeah, but you can, I mean, you can definitely fit other tanks on those frames super easy, too. But that takes away from it, you know? That tank's part totally. of like what makes it so magical. Yeah. yeah. I've still got my stock tank, but uh, I've got one of those CNC subframes that you get on treats. Yeah, I just got one from the uh, HR, MR racing and whatever from Fred Vanderlake. Yeah. I keep forgetting exactly what it is. I never pay attention <laughs> to who's who, but yeah, I just had him send me one of his CNC uh, stainless steel ones. It's oh, pretty right fucking legit. It's really good for the money. Well Stainless worth it. too. Yeah, it's nice. Rad. And you can pull the whole side off. You just like want to take one half of the frame apart. Yeah. Just unbolt yeah. it. Yeah. Ready to go. It's so it's so nice. <laughs> the thing with the CNC one from Treats is like it's so thick. It's like, and I feel like it's kind of flexy too. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm a pretty big dude and like that's a pretty rigid bike for me. Yeah. Oh my, except I've, I've got the, the Simonini thing on it. When that thing gets like torquing on, I feel like it flexes quite uh, a bit. Yeah. I'm just, it's just got a Polini, just a little Polini variator, stock rear, just mild setup. How fast are you going? Uh, last I clocked it was 43, but that was with 17 inch wheels. Yeah. I just switched over to the C mags. So, uh, and I don't remember the gear, but, um, 40, it's a torque monster now. Yeah. 43 is rad. Yeah, forty three is good. Yeah, it was a fun. It was a fun setup. I actually got. I was using a stock variator first, and then I put the dead pad weights in, and I got better results top speed with the dead pad weights than I did with the Polini variator with the stock weights that come with it. No shit. So yeah, I went forty three with the dead pads, forty two with the um, Polini variator. Weird. I mean, that could have just been a temperature change. That's true. Yeah, just about. I mean, one, one mile per hour is still better. Yeah, regardless. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all mopeds for you. Yeah, <laughs> we're all over Absolutely. here fighting to yeah. get one or two more miles one an or, hour. Yeah, they're like, I'm gonna put a pipe on it, performance pipe. It's gonna rip. I'm like, nah, man, you might get like three to five miles per hour. Like, that's it. Yeah. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck do you expect? But I bought this Estrel. It was 125 dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Oh, it's the GP Racing subframe. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, uh, tight. Which is a sick Instagram page if you haven't checked it out. It's like yeah, it's it's Vespa porn. Yeah, if for you're sure. Just trying to like drool over some Vespas like that are ripping some dicks that no one else is doing. Like and Fred's awesome, man. If you like need shit, you can hit him up. He'll fucking chat with you on the internet. Like you got questions about his parts, message him. He's solid. Yeah, man. hell yeah. He's really really good, dude. I've, you know, I've, I've talked to him a bunch, and he's always been real helpful. Yeah, he's always posting quality stuff, man. Yeah, you should buy some of his shit. The seal bearing conversion <laughs> kit is well worth the money. It's awesome. It's Ooh. such a simple thing for those mag wheels with the Vespa four stars, and they yeah. fit, they fit other rims too. But like, it's just so easy. It just it's 
Like, why isn't this factory? Yeah. Does it have the uh, the shim thing like they do with the uh, the Pook Five Stars? No. It's okay. uh, so the bearing slides into the wheel, so it's the correct size already. But the ID of the bearing is a little large, so when he sends you the spacer for that goes, uh, like normally you'd have that loose. Uh, spacer that goes in the middle mm-hmm. of the bearings yeah this yeah. spacer goes and changes the id of the inner bearings and is also the spacer so the axle slides through that so everything right it's super oh, fucking sick. legit it's really really nice hmm. you don't have that like slop in that little spacer yeah you don't have to fucking fish it or fuck with it it's just like oh this is how it should be yeah it makes sense right yeah, yeah that's right like it's well, such a uh, simple thing that makes a big difference. It definitely looks like it makes sense. Uh, I've definitely been at the point where like you built one of those wheels when you're fucking around with mopeds and you don't really know what you're doing and you cut the spacer wrong. You you forget the middle spacer or some mm-hmm. bullshit. Oh yeah. And you throw yeah. your wheels together and you're like, oh you're tightening your wheel, tightening your wheel, and the next thing you know your bearings just fall apart. And now yeah, you're but- stuck with that race in the wheel. <laughs> and you're fucking dude. So it is a Bitch, I've, yeah, I've been there with the Dremel, with the screwdriver, with the flathead, like with the pick, <laughs> like, trying all sorts of shit, torching it, doing all the bullshit to try to get it out, fighting it for hours. I've pulled the gazelles off, pulled the brake plates off, and just got another rim because of it. And then <laughs> my one buddy, Brett, from the Hell Satans, was like, dude, I got a tool for that. I almost bought that tool the other day. And I went and borrowed oh, it. I went and borrowed it from him. This tool is sick. So it's a puller. It's a slide hammer puller. So it's literally just a long pipe with a fucking slide jerk off motion puller on the middle that's weighted. Yeah. And then you take oh, yeah. it comes with different size bits on the end that you screw on and you put it on the pole and you put it in the hole and then you tighten it down. And as you tighten it down, the little three teeth open up from the inside. And grip it. And then you just oh, give damn. it a couple slide hammers on the puller, one or two, and the shit comes right out. I and got, Harbor Freight has it. Yo, yeah. I, I, borrowed, I borrowed it twice, and then I went and bought my own from Harbor Freight. Yeah. I, I mean, I, just, they're just slide hammers, right? Yeah, yeah basically. With that. I was going to buy that, but I needed just a regular slide hammer for... Oh, I was doing crank centering. Because I, I put a motor together, and the crank wasn't centered right, and mm-hmm. I really didn't want to split the cases. And I was like, I need this tool anyway. So I went and bought the fucking full slide hammer and like rigged up a thing to slide hammer the crank in the right spot where I needed it. Yeah. To center <laughs> it. So, I don't know. Great tool for those out there who've ever had to go fight an unbroken bearing race and a wheel. There's a tool for it. Or if you need to practice jerking off with some weights. You know, shake weights are expensive. <laughs> this yeah. one's not so much. Yeah, this is a multi-use shake weight. For nineteen ninety nine, you can have a great time. I think they're like, <laughs> they're, I think they're fifty bucks or something. Yeah, they might have been a little fifty pricey, to seventy five bucks. Like, I don't know, man. Just buy that and then buy a fucking a regular bearing puller set because you'll need them eventually. Sure. And they'll sit in the garage, you know. True that. True that. At least <laughs> as long as one of your friends has it, that's all that really matters. So you're saying I don't need to go buy one? Yeah, I got it in the garage, dude. Bargaining time. Yeah, that's those those specific moped tools that like you know. You only need for that one job, one time. You know, yeah. you're gonna do it once. Do you have that? Do you, Dude, I remember. Uh, do you have that one tool? It's like the moped tool. I have the one. It's I was when I was doing French bike. My French bike. I needed a damn left. No, it might have been my HPI. I can't remember. I needed that left hand thread 
like something another. And we bought the whole puller set from Treats. I was like, I'll throw in money for the puller set if I can just get the one puller. Because I didn't need the rest of them. So yeah, I chipped in, sure. and we got the whole set. And I've I got, got to that keep whole the set. one that I needed. Th- that's my loaner tool set, <laughs> is the whole puller, like, it's worth it. That was, like, when Treats was selling, I think it was 50 bucks for the entire set of pulleys. Yeah, it's great. Like, yeah, best, that's a great best deal. deal in mopeds, dude. There's, like, eight, eight or ten of them in there, and they're all, I think most of them are double-sided, so it's, it's yeah. a shit pile of various. All the things you need. Hmm. I don't Good know to what, know. What's that one, like, the one, I think the one weird tool that I almost never use, but I can't live without, is the Vespa flywheel puller. Because it's not like any other flywheel puller. And I've done it by, like, screwdriver prying it and, like, tapping it with a hammer to, like, just shock it loose, you know? Like, but it's magnetized yeah. so tight and there's no place to get your fucking fingers and, like, hold the flywheel <laughs> just right. Yeah. Like, the, and the thing is, they make a couple ones, and I bought that El Cheapo one, uh, or maybe I want it or it's gifted to me, but I have, like, a Bazzetti, like, a nice one. And if you're going to buy that, don't buy the cheap one. Get the nice fucking Bazzetti because I use that because somebody borrowed my Bazzetti and I broke it, like, instantly. Oh, damn. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Fortunately, I had you know the Zero Shop is well equipped with all the tools, and so we're building our toolbox still uh, at the Moped Beach Club. But uh, right now, you know, we just got the basics, so and it works just fine. What's <laughs> we, your, we just go ahead. What's your one go-to like tool that you're you got to have that's in your shop? One of my favorite tools of all time. I was a bicycle mechanic for three years, um, and the the cable pullers. For brake, like for your brake cables and shit like that, it's basically like a third hand, and it grabs a hold of the cable, so you can adjust your brake arm without having to like pinch your fingers or like slip or like mar, you know, mar up the nut using a pair of vice grips or whatever. Yeah, you know? I've seen those. Those are cool. Yeah, yeah, that's like my favorite tool to use, man. People will watch clutch. like it's dude. It's so nice because you can you can lock them in place and you can just leave it. And like you know, come back to it. That way, you don't have to worry about losing the spot that you were at or whatever. And they're so great for throttles and all that stuff too. So that's I, something I'm else gonna, we need to buy. I'm like, gonna bet Jason's is that his cable nippers. Dude. Dude, it's a, I think I, I think you might even be able to get them at Harbor Freight, but otherwise, any any of your local bike shops would carry them. That's sick. I'm gonna have to pick one of this up. That's that's a good tool. That sounds like a good move. If you can find the Shimano one, that's the one I prefer. The Pedro's one, not too good. The lock gets stuck. Okay. Or my Vespa so. tool that I hardly ever use, but I gotta have is the big Park thirty-six millimeter wrench. Uh, to get the, to get the variator nut off. Yep, and you I gotta like, have the Park <laughs> wrench because nothing else fits in there. I like buying those giant nuts and like socket size for like you know variator fucking nuts or pulley nuts and yeah. shit with three adapters on them, so you can get it down to quarter <laughs> inch for your fucking impact. <laughs> yeah. Go from fucking one inch to quarter inch. Yeah, shit's tight. No, you know, fits on, right on the impact, dude. Bam, bam. You're done. Two seconds. I like that. I like the, uh, I still say my number one is going to always be the, uh, the manual impact driver. Yeah. That's like my dad swore yeah. by it. And I didn't understand. He was like, if you ever buy a motorcycle, you have to have this. Yeah. It's and like, it, especially for mopeds and shit. It's like, cool. Allen, Phillips, flathead, all that shit that you think you might strip out. You pull out the manual impact driver, and you'll get any of those off and never strip a nut. Yep. Self-defense yeah, weapon. They're like eight bucks. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah, the Harbor yeah. Freight ones are eight bucks. They, yeah. they last, last forever. I've had mine. My, that was the first, uh, like, moped tool that I bought that I really, like, needed. 
And I bought that and, my, and a blowtorch, and I and I've had that tool for ten years. I've had my impact driver. I got it from Craftsman, from like the Sears store, and I've had it more than twenty, maybe twenty five years. Still works perfect. Damn. Never breaks. Nice. And it was like Craftsman, so it had the warranty and shit everywhere. Anyway, you didn't even need Craftsman. Oh, Craftsman boy. Yeah. We, we rocked we rock the DeWalt set. Oh, Get that DeWalt shit out of here, boy. Oh, you got one of them DeWalts. You got a DeWalt? You're fancy, man. DeWalt. Anybody seen that boy's DeWalt? It's yellow. <laughs> yellow and black, just like my neck tail. <laughs> what do you do for work? Uh, I'm actually a social worker. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I help parents get the kids back, man. There you go. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Is that stressful? Like, does it is it taxing on you when you see some really like or hear some really like crazy of shit? Does course. it really bother you? Well, some yeah, people absolutely. some people can manage it really good. Emotionally but, taxing, like you take that shit home with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes it can be like that, but uh, thankfully, you know, mopeds have been you know the things that I go to to like you know get all that shit off my mind. So, have you ever thought yeah, about absolutely. getting into counseling like people's families that mopeds are tearing them apart <laughs> and to, like for the benefit of the mopeder to like convince their significant other that they should moped too i'm gonna go ahead and say there was a there was a definitely a good stretch in my relationship where mopeds were causing a problem <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh man well yeah. you your garage was like away from the house so yeah, yeah. spending too much time wrenching and uh working on mopeds yeah whenever actually wants my attention i'm out in the garage too long she'll be like dinner's ready i'm like ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even know about this <laughs> this is great go in and eat stinking like oil I think mopeds saved us because I don't have to be around them any. <laughs> He's in the garage. I'm in the house. We're happy. <laughs> Everybody's in their safe zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's why yeah. brothers and sisters fight. You know, I mean, they're on top of each other all the time, following each other around. Oh, yeah. And then they fight all the time. The people have more space. You know, you get along better. Yeah, I had four siblings, man. I know that life. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So when did yeah. you guys uh, form the beach club? Uh, I think it was like right at the beginning of COVID. Like, so like, that's a weird thing to say. Um, but like, right. You know, I think it was May. So maybe a couple months after, uh, everything started. But, um, as far as like a friends group, we've been hanging out since I got back, which was last, or got back to Columbus, which was last October. So we just kind of like started to form this little group of friends, probably, you know, winter time and things took off. Was it people you already knew, or was it just something that kind of fell together just because of mopeds? Yeah, a handful of people are people that I already had known. I've known Taylor um, for the entirety of the time that I've been doing mopeds. Shit, he's been doing mopeds for 20 years. Um, so I met him when I was like 17. We traded some parts back in the day, and I just always stayed in touch. But uh, a couple other people were, like Kyle was a local that we ended up, he has a Sax G3 that uh, is fucking bitching now. But uh, he had some help over at Taylor's house welding up a couple of pipes, and um, we got him set or squared away on some jetting and things like that. So he came around and started hanging out, found a good group of people, and um, everybody else, like Charles and Rebecca, they've been in the scene for a couple of years. Taylor's known them for a long time. Um, and Nick Haver, uh, he's the young gun. He's uh, He's been, he rides, I think, like, I think he's told me, like, 
yeah, last year I didn't ride like a total of like five days or something like that. Wow. I rode every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty rad. I tried that um, one. Yeah. I did, a, I, had, I did a stretch where I like just like rode my moped every day. Like I was like rode it to work, rode it in the rain, rode it in the snow. Like I rode it every day for almost a year, I think. Like there were definitely the days where like, okay, I'm not riding. Like it's bikes down or some shit broke or something, you know, but sure. It's yeah. just, it's, I don't know. It's hard. It just depends where you live and how convenient, like, you know, your everyday life is compared to like where you need to be in your moped. Kind of, exactly. kind of not related, but back to that sax. I remember I had a G3 and the stupid pipe would fall off constantly and I got sick of it. I never <laughs> could get it right. And like the flange is super wobbly and never quite like, didn't seem like, the, like everything else looked great on the bike, but it, that was like, the worst engineered part was the exhaust mount for it. Yeah. So I took and welded a washer to the pipe at the end of it and then just drilled a hole in my oh, cylinder yeah, fin hook, and just fucking hooked a spring to it and it solved all my problems. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. like, sure. oh, thank yeah. God. This actually worked. Because yeah. I saw it on a, on a Moto BK and I was like, this is smart. This makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. <laughs> Dude, have you, you seen the... Uh, what was that? Go for it. Have you guys seen the adapters that you can do like a... Like just the standard exhaust uh, flange, like from the sack headers. I've seen them, but I don't know how they work because there's still a screw in flange. Isn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah, it's just like a you know you just use you know standard M6 nut and bolt and thread your whatever poop pipe or Tomos pipe or whatever you got on there because with that that spigot mount, you know you can turn the the angle of the pipe whatever direction as you want as long as it like clears your pedals and shit. Is yeah. it kind of like French bikes have like the ball joint or some shit? yeah it's kind of like that but that's like you know with the the sack being spigot mount you know you have that like kind of rotation of the pipe that you can give Hmm. that makes sense have you seen uh the my mobucane has that flange it's got the the ball joint but i welded that little piece on it so that you know because the mobucanes are famous for backing themselves out too Mm -hmm. yeah but my pipe also has a, a similar flange mount so once i screw it on I just stick two spring-mounted bolts through there to hold it to the flange, so now it can't rotate once it's bolted on. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah, I've always just used, like, you know, homemade exhaust brackets to make sure that shit doesn't move. That's rad. All the tricks out there. All I, these, should, like, I have to shoot a picture of there because it's pretty neat. It's it's a really good idea. Yeah, I look at it. It's also yeah, a that's, trick out there. Tricks out there. All those, all those little tricks and tips are, like, things that we're constantly sharing with everybody. You know, like everybody's constantly working on bikes, you know, tune in, like finding little hacks, you know, um, and like sharing them with the group so that, you know, you're somebody too, needs it. You're like 10 you years just, in, man. You gotta, you gotta be like the old man now. So yeah, you gotta like, like <laughs> what's the club is set obsession. Is it like clean bikes? Is it like, uh, how fast can people go? Is it just getting together and hanging out, you know, riding? Like what's the club it's, uh, like into sort of in the moment, you know? hanging out like the biggest thing you know obviously like we say like beach vibes you know like just making sure that like we can have a bonfire at somebody's house and like have a dope ride and kick it or you know go down to the shop have a late wrench night or just bullshit and like you know drinks some coronas whatever some jimmy buffett just hanging out totally jimmy, yeah jimmy buffett dude it's a fucking beach club bro you know jimmy buffett's gonna, parahead, uh, bro. Man, you know it's gonna be like like all that shit yeah. oh man cheeseburgers in paradise <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of margaritaville um but you know we all do like everybody's got all sorts of different bikes um taylor's got you know two super crazy fast pooks 
Yeah, and they're both beautiful. He does great paint work and like takes a, a second to do some attention to detail that other people don't do, you know? Um, and his bike, you know, he's got a his Gila E50 is blasting everybody out of the water. Oh, uh, those um, things are so fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. Cheater tech. Absolutely. Hey, whatever, man. His bike yeah. rich. Yeah. Man, I got, <laughs> I've had one, dude. Once you, once you put it on, dude, it's just a flex, you know, out the gates. No, no work needed. Yeah. He's got that and he's got a, a, a maxi that's super rad too. Um, yeah, I think it's a Metra kit on there. Mm-hmm. With a Magnum custom Magnum exhaust, that thing fucking sounds mean. Kickstart and pole start, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, kickstart, on, kickstart on clutch side, pole start on the magneto side. Yeah. Flexing, yeah, dude, it's rad. I like that. That's uh, that backup tech, dude. That's nah, where you yeah, need to be. I wish I was there. Per- yeah, dude. It's like the J.C. Whitney of mopeds. You know how you can I, order all your truck accessories. Yeah. You know, it's like, I didn't even tell you, Thomas, <laughs> last night. So I, so I have a Hobbit. That's like the main bike I ride, and I, I had a pull start on it, and I just converted to the one way bearing, and I had a brand new belt from Treats, and I've been riding my bike, ripping around, tuning it in, and all this stuff. And I took it for a rip last night, and I fucking I pulled up on a on a pack of Jixer fucking Street Boys. And I'm like revving my cranks pipe. I'm like, yo, what's good? I'm I'm in the pack. I'm with it. <laughs> I was gonna blast on him, dude. I was gonna I was gonna show him what the moped could do. And then I fucking I was like, hold up, it's nighttime. Let me let me lean over and turn on my uh my little spoke light that I got that does the designs and shit. <laughs> oh man! And, like, and when I when I leaned over, I actually hit my helmet on the kill switch. Oh. And my bike died, and I was like, oh. all right, no big deal. Let me push start it, and my belt's been slowly stretching. Oh, brand new belt and, and it stretched just enough that I couldn't start the bike and I was like man I don't have the pull start here anymore like, I just, <laughs> just let myself down I had to call for a ride and shit yeah you need that like emergency piece of rope or something to jam in there so there's yeah, gotta be like man. a trick to that you know I, I tried to like just pull, pull some French bike tricks you know like s- s- throw a cigarette butt or something in there yeah stuff yeah. the variator a little <laughs> bit uh, yeah I couldn't you couldn't quite get the variator open enough to wedge something in so let myself down Terrible. Next time. There's always next time. I know. Jigs your boys think mopeds are whack now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they always did. They're like, what's the matter? You can't ride the real... They're just as bad at Harley riders. Can't afford the real thing. We've got a... Nick's got a, a Derby GPR. And there's, you know, the Booza boys and, like, all the, like, the, tw- the dudes that do, like, ride the Groms and shit. And, like, mm. do wheelies through, like, downtown Columbus. Hell yeah. And Nick, like, Nick rolled up on his GPR and, like, his, uh, he's, he had a fender there. I think he still does have it. And then a, uh, a DT50 and just, you know, hangs out with the 12 o'clock boys of Columbus. And yeah. Riding the slowest wheelies. motorcycles ever. Yeah. <laughs> that has a damn good time. Dude, my GPR is fun, dude. I love that. I kind of, like, wish I didn't sell it. But at the same time, it was like, once you ride it for a little while, like, it loses its luster, like, quick. It's cool to have around, but it's like, I just felt that was like an extra like thousand bucks that I could just like trade up for something else. Sure. Yeah, I, I was never comfortable on like crotch rocket style bikes, man. Yeah, and it's like also like I had the same conversation earlier with Thomas before we called you about like uh, the whole thing about plastic bikes. Like it's cool to have certain bikes, but there's a lot of bikes and mopeds that have a ton of plastics or really vulnerable parts that you can't replace easily. And yeah. Like, like I have a GPR. Like the whole thing's plastic on top. You know, it's like if you break that, there's no, there's no fixing it. You yeah. Know? And no. Then, and then I, I felt the same way with my GPR. I was like, all right, 
plastic fairings, plastic side cover, plastic tank, like faux tank, like the shit's yeah. all plastic. You drop it, it's fucking, it's all gone to hell. Yeah, Nick's also got a YSR eighty that he's been sourcing parts for. Yeah, he's um, got all the toys, huh? Dude, yeah, he's got a he's dude. He's got I think he said twenty eight bikes or something like that. And then him and I just both went in on the uh, a little moped haul with a bunch of uh, leftovers from a, a the, the moped shop from Todd Belcher. Mm. Um, Was that that blue pickup truck full of shit we saw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good score. Yeah, it was a great score, man. We got couple bikes that were already running where we got a batavis uh step through that was already going we've got a express that just needs a little bit of love a couple of telemoses that'll kick over and get you know make into somebody you know a good stock bike for somebody oh yeah yeah dude put so, them on the world saving them from certain death like what <laughs> like you know yeah. it amazes me how many like bikes probably got scrapped in the junkyard by somebody that's just like oh it's just metal you know yeah so, yeah yeah absolutely yeah. My son We've probably actually... stole it. Better scrap it. Get rid of it. <laughs> this looks nice. Yeah. Dude, how's the, uh, how's the Ohio scene doing, man? Like, I know, like, we, uh, we've spoken to the damn riders. We've spoken to the unofficials. Uh, we haven't talked to any of like, the old school dudes from uh, Bombardment Society, but I don't know. How's, how's Ohio doing right now? You guys have, like, good, like, connection with, like, the other cities? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a pretty good uh, connection with all the clubs. I don't know how much dam is around anymore. I know a handful of those guys went their separate ways, but they're, you know, still active in the community. Mike Bindings um, is in our group chat too. And he was a big, you know, one of the dam guys. Um, obviously there's the zeros up in Toledo. So they're just two hours away. Um, you know, there's, there's Cleveland. Uh, Chris Hoke is up there too. So there's, you know, everybody talks, everybody jams, you know, there's always people are selling bikes back and forth and, helping people out and um so i say ohio is pretty pretty solid and pretty flush with with you know support and community oh yeah i feel like next year we're gonna really need to like if we can do rallies next year i feel like we need everyone needs to tighten up and like do some regional communal rallies instead of like the calendar getting swamped with like 50 rallies yeah maybe it's like Like, all right ohio's got a rally Fucking Michigan has because like what two years ago Michigan had f- three or four rallies. Yeah, like, come on guys, yeah. it's fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, has, it, has there been anybody like in your club that hasn't been to the rallies yet and hasn't experienced the the shit show? Uh, no, I think everybody's been to a rally. No oh, man, we got new ones so, man, that haven't even like ventured out. Man, I don't oh think yeah, Doug's I mean, hit a real one yet. Doug has there's not. Ton- there's tons of locals that have never been to a rally and like you know, see people's Facebook memories and like fabled stories and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, other than that, yeah, the, the handful of people that have been riding and ripping, um, in the community are the only people that have ridden, uh, at rallies or been to rallies. What are some of your, uh, favorite moped moments from like hitting rallies and stuff? Like where's, what are some best ones you've been to? Man, uh, no, no's rally. There's been many of good memories and many of good memories. I don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> Both of them were awesome. I think last year's was super sweet. They had like a light show and they always have that kick-ass bonfire. Um, and like, I don't know if you guys have ever made it out to one of those rallies, but they're, the campsite is like, it's amazing. You can just ride around and everything is like a, a dope-ass little pond and they set up like tents and everything. Um, MCR was super dope. I always had good times at the MCR rallies. Those guys are great hosts. Uh, 
Nasty Yacht Club was dope. Looks like their new shop's going to be just as dope, too. Yeah. Um, Columbus actually threw a pretty sweet rally. I think it was 2015 was the last one I got to go to. So I was up in Toledo otherwise. But uh, there was, like, a dirt track, and, like, they had, like, a hill climb. And, um, like, I had a Jeep Wrangler at the time, so I got to, I was, like, dicking around driving in the creek and shit like that. <laughs> but uh, that was a really good rally, too. I've done a lot of mid- Midwest stuff, so... There you go. What was the uh, furthest spot you've gone to for a rally? Um, I think it, probably Louisville. Uh, we went we went pretty deep uh, two years ago for the uh, Kentucky rally where they rallied off that super dope, super Bravo. Mm, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that bike was sick. I think Andy actually won that too. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, that was like he needs another one. <laughs> He's got fucking buckets of bikes. I wonder how many bikes Eddie has for real. You can ask him. I think it's 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 up there. That's for damn sure. Yeah, the horde. Um, is he mad? Brapper collection status? I'm horde, dude. Got well, the thing we we've got like everybody's bikes up there. Yeah. So you know it's accounting for 15 people, um, give or take. But uh, yeah, what was I gonna say here? Sorry. I'm bad. No, you're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking get everybody off track. <laughs> you guys know, you know out west stuff yet, dude? Nothing deep stuff? No, south? man. I, I, I was in Portland uh, a couple years ago for some tech school for my uh, bicycle job. And so, but they got like a gnarly snow and they never get snow. So, like, the whole sh- city shut down. So, I was going to try to hang out with a bunch of people out there, but then the city shut down. So, that really sucked. And I, uh, when I was 17, I went out to San Francisco and actually hit up treats. I bought a uh, pipe for that Vesta Chow. And then I was like, oh, wait, I have to ship this back. <laughs> shipping costs more than the bike. Damn. And I just could have ordered it from Treats instead of being an idiot and try to be nostalgic and all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I couldn't have bought a T-shirt, dude. I blew it, bought a pipe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that pipe is still in Columbus somewhere. I sold that bike to a local. Keep so. the dream alive. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, who else, you know, like, People aren't traveling, you know, that far to buy bikes, I guess, you know, I mean, people either ship them. So, you know, like everything we sell has always been, I mean, Jason, have you had anybody like come from out of state really to buy a bike from you? Um, I don't, I haven't, I, I've traveled at least a state away to buy a bike before. So it's like something I really wanted, but like now, like right now I wouldn't, I wouldn't travel out of state to buy probably anything. Like I'm, sure. I'm trying to build what I want at home. Yeah. Work with what I got. Yeah. You definitely hit a peak of bikes where you're like, I have, you just like look at all of them and like half of them run. And you're like, why don't the other half of you run? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm in a, I'm like, in an offloading phase at the moment. You, know, you go through those phases of mopeds where like, I was definitely, there were a couple of weeks of us doing the podcast where I was, me, either me or Thomas was buying a bike every week, I think, yeah. for at least a good stretch. <laughs> and it was like anything that was under 200 bucks or under 300 bucks we were buying and it got bad. And now I just have, you know, you don't have time to fix all that shit, dude. It's cool to no. look at. It's cool to buy. It's cool to like, to get that win and feel like I beat someone else from my group chat. And that's all it is. Right there. <laughs> it, feel, it feels good in the moment. You know, you're like, ah, check this picture out, motherfuckers. Like you didn't get this $200 homo. like you blew it. <laughs> 
But uh, then it doesn't feel so good when like your moped savings accounts more than money in your actual savings account. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have more money into my mopeds than anything else. It's a problem. I don't have any savings because of it. <laughs> it no, dude, it's a total moped savings, savings account because you can always cash out. Oh, yeah, that's fair. I mean, the fuck wants to do that. And, like, right now, runner times, they're actually bringing <laughs> dumb money because people get all their free runner checks and they're bored as hell. Yep. Yep, exactly. Looking for that father son project. Mm. <laughs> Here's a baton. Full restoration. <laughs> Wanted running moped project for father and son. $100 offer. I'm like, what? <laughs> I've seen ads like that. It's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, sign me up, bro. Yeah, yeah. that's how you get that fictional son real quick. (laughs) Whatever, I'll borrow one. They're available. Show with the boy. I've seen a little little neighbor kid. Yeah, a little neighbor kid walked through the yard the other day, man. I could have just thrown him in the truck. I'm like, come on, man, we got to pick up a bike. I'll pay pay you in popsicles and soda pop. Yeah, drink whatever soda you want. Just shut the fuck up. Don't talk to me. Yeah, say poppy. You're my backup. Papa. Uh, <laughs> Just trade little shithead for oh fucking moped. Trade him for yeah. moped. <laughs> they see my son? Nah. Well, the tracks went, were, were here and then they stopped. Oh, my God. Dude, that little kid was walking to the yard. I mean, I haven't really met the kids, the new neighbor kids. Yeah. He's walking to the yard. I'm in the garage and like. Through the corner of my eye, I see something and I look at him, you know, and he like stops and stares at me. I'm like, you're good, dude. And just like wave him on. I'm like, go. Like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Deer in the headlights cut through the grass. Man. He's probably like four or five years old. He's like, he's a he's little. little guy, man. Mm, that's funny. I'm still wet behind the ears. We got a bunch of little kids that ride around the street with like no brakes on their bicycles, you know, and slide through intersections and shit. And they always see me ripping down the street. Yeah, man. But got to influence the young ones, dude. You got to get the baseball cards out or like the playing cards and the the thing and stick it in the spokes so they sound like they have a motorcycle. Yeah, put a put a a pop can in your tire. Yeah, Yeah. we used to do that. (laughs) That shit slowed me down so much though. (laughs) Sounded cool though. Yeah, for a minute. I think the playing card was the best. If you find like, a, and we always had clothespins. My mom would bitch at me for stealing our clothespins, and she had like some nice ones we would take that would really hold them up. <laughs> Stick that shit in the spokes. But if you got too much of it in there, it would kick it out. You got to just get the just the end of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck all those spokes right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I used to have this like weird attachment that was like it was like a toy that was made in the seventies. And you like pulled a lever and you had a motor mode, idle, and a siren. They made like whatever bike you had into like a motorcycle. What? So, yeah, it was rad, dude. I think it was like, uh, what was that? What, what are the ones, like, what's the, the big toy manufacturers? Um, Mattel? Mako? I actually think it was Mattel, yeah. I'm like, um, no Lego? Actually, you like, you buying toys, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was like an old school Mattel. Like little motor thing. I was gonna say like a sex toy name, but I don't own any sex toys, so I don't know the names of any manufacturers. Yeah, that, I was trying real hard yeah, to like pull one out. That would have been a pretty clutch. That would have been a pretty clutch joke in the moment, dude. It would have been great, but it was so late. I was like, I can't not say something about yeah, this. This is where my head is going. That was, that was a great like. That would have been a great thought, you know. It's like you know, I can't say anything either, man. You know, I'm blowing it. We both blew it. That was great. That was a good one. 
the, bu- nug- the bullet. The, the one time nugget porn couldn't save us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to laugh. Say something about nugget porn. It'll work. <laughs> it's it's our go-to. Yeah. Get them every time. So what are your uh, plans for the future of the beach club, dude? Like, you, how does it work anyway? Do you guys got captains? You guys just like willy nilly, beach bob, you're all stoner styles, you know? What's going on out there? <laughs> so there's nothing like in concrete stone yet. Um, everybody's just kind of like in this together. Um, we've got a shop with a couple of us who are in the club um, that that's on our page or our Instagram page. It's a good looking um, spot. I've seen it. Dude, it's rad. Ten by twenty-two. We got it for one hundred and fifty bucks, electric mm-hmm. included. It's got fucking banners. Uh, you got the fucking light up general fucking sign. Yeah, man. That, we, we've got a collection of uh, of good propaganda hang up on the walls. Yeah, I'm I don't know order guys... some that light up sign. I, I saw that on eBay. They've got some like that. They're fucking clutch. They're really nice. Yeah, it's it's a good piece to have. People always see it when they walk by, and they like it. Always catches their eye. I wonder if you like uh, if it's like good enough to, to put outdoors. You know what I mean? Like put it on the front of the garage. Um, I don't think so. I think that that plastic's pretty brittle. Um, we actually actually chipped ours. Uh, it fell off of a, a kind of a precarious hook that was not doing its job. So it just it just nicked a corner and cracked it. So I don't know if I would if I would put that out to the weather or not. Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, so anyway, enough about the shop, but, uh, yeah, the club dynamics pretty simple. We're just all here together in this, um, you know, where it goes, we're going to just kind of see as things progress. We've got a really, really good group of people and there's constantly new riders that are coming out and hanging out. Um, so who knows people can get picked up into the family too. You know, it's just a big group of people that, uh, want to kind of spread the love of in the community and get some knowledge out there and get some hype and um, pump up the scene a little bit more than it has been. Yeah. So I mean, I back that dude, like how was the Columbus scene kind of like falling away? Like no one really um, driving the ship kind of thing. I mean, you know, the, the unofficials are still a thing. Like everybody's still doing their jam with that. Um, I wouldn't say that it was like getting blown away or anything just kind of like the, the, the groups of people kind of shifted, you know, how like clubs, people come and go every now and then. Um, so I think that's kind of what happened, but with there so, being so much new, like new blood in the community and everybody like getting out there and riding, I think it was just kind of like bound to happen that people would start, you know, mixing and mashing and doing their own clubs and their own jams. And it doesn't hurt to grow. You, I mean, there's always going to be somebody newer, interested, or like curious about mopeds. And if you're out there riding, doing shit, I mean, you might find that golden goose, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of the way the community has been. Like, has been. Like, I can't tell you the number of rides I've been on with Nick, where he's like moped, and all of a sudden, like, he's like a dog chasing a squirrel, just like. <laughs> just, just like wherever, like, you know, darting across traffic, just trying to get to this person just to yell at them and be like, hey, do a kickflip. I really, yeah, fucking, exactly. I really love that part about mopeds because, like, all of us that are deep in this game are like really in the bikes and love them or like obsessed with the whole thing. We know the bikes, we, even though we don't know who the owner. Yeah, we've, yeah, we, exactly. and we've all been there. We've all seen that person in a moped go by. And then next thing you know, you're driving up beside them in a truck or a car screaming out the window like a madman. Like, yeah. dude, that bike's <laughs> sick. 
you gotta come ride with us. Or, or Jason does the spotted group chat photos. He'll be like lurking in his van, driving yeah. around somewhere, and he's like phone whipping out real quick and like boop, or shoot a quick video. It's like, yo, spotted. Who is this? <laughs> who's, who's seen him? Who knows him? Who's got the name and the number? Let's go. Add him to the group My chat. Always, yeah, we need somebody My else thing. to lead a ride. <laughs> My thing is always like when you see somebody in public and then like you finally get to meet them and you're like, oh yeah, I've seen your bike like all over town, bro. And like they're like, you, you know, like you're the guy with the Estral setup and the blah, blah, blah and all this other shit. They're like, like oh, I don't like, know. Yeah. <laughs> what? An Estral? What? Yeah. Exactly. I bought this from a guy on Craigslist. Yeah. No. What but, kid is uh, that? Oh, I'm, I'm, it's just some kind of big bore, man. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the shit, dude. That, that's always like the fun and the love of mopeds been like just like chasing down that person, trying to find them, trying to add them to your circle, you know? Oh yeah, I mean that collect all the Pokemon's, dude. That's uh, that's like the way I like got connected with Andy later, and like when I was living in Toledo, I was actually going to school, and I think it was 2015. We got like a gnarly snowstorm, and he would go out during commercials on a snowmobile, and they would take laps through the neighborhood on on a snowmobile. Mm-hmm. The next day, I was like, "Dude, I know you have this snowmobile. Can I come over and can we start kicking it and do mopeds soon?" And that's what got that kickstarted again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. I always see those the fucking same. snowmobiles, dude. I always thought about like, but we would never be able to use it here. Yeah, Virginia's got no space for snowmobiles, dude. Jet skis, on the other hand, let's do it. Hit, hit the fucking river, get it, get it on. No. Get yourself a, get yourself a snowpack. Actually, don't be naysaying over here in the fucking chat. <laughs> we let, like... We'll let you wrangle cats and collect animals. We're riding jet skis. Oh, you let me do that, do you? <laughs> Thanks, oh, Jason. There you go. You done done it now. <laughs> let me. <laughs> he, you know what Jason did? He done fucked up everything. <laughs> Trying to ruin my life. Oh. <laughs> uh... Uh, I love what dudes say that. Just make Ashley do it. Who said that last time? Make, uh, make her do what? Make her do nothing. Oh yeah, Dewey Martin. <laughs> just make Ashley do it. It's like, uh, uh. Mm. You fucked up. B- boy, you better watch yourself. Oh, that was funny. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Lord, I apologize for all the pygmy New Guineas and. Oh, Any questions for the podcast from you guys? Uh, it's been it's been rad. We were all super stoked when you guys messaged us. Um, come to Columbus. When are you guys going to come to the next Columbus rally? Whenever it comes up. Whenever you guys can make Ohio interesting. <laughs> when you get a beach yeah. in, and when you when you can get a beach in Ohio, <laughs> we'll be there. No, I'm just kidding. Ohio, I've been to Ohio a few times, man. Yeah, it was, like, it was fun. Times, I've been to Columbus. Like, uh, I went to Columbus. I, did, like, I, w- I just went to Ohio State and used the laptop. You know, I'm in the computer lab. You know, one time I needed it. Like, oh, yeah. I went to some damn That's like right where we're all. It's like right where we ride most of the time. It's like right, some, right around OSU. Ohio's got a cool ass uh, uh, board game spot. It's like a board game cafe y'all got there. It was pretty sick. Yeah. I'm really into their construction on the highway. Oh, it's yeah, pretty you sick. You went there for a wedding, uh, didn't you? I went there for I went there for family reunion. I got some family in Columbus. So I went there for family reunion. And Fuck it. Let's go next weekend. Went to Cincinnati for some chili. <laughs> I fucking... I, I went to Dam. I went to the Dam rally. That was a good time. 
Shooting shooting guns, partying out in the field with those dudes, listening to a bunch of fucking juggalo music. Oh, you know how everybody's got their like <laughs> secret little like food spot in your in your area. What's your secret little like I'm bringing my buds from out of town food spot? That one in B seventy sixties cafe. <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a tough one, man. There's there's so much food in Columbus. Because I like um, the, I like the old simple greasy cheesy like eggs and like shitty slaughter burgers and stuff like that. Like for me personally, there's a place called TJ's. It's country time to eat. A country time place is what it's called, I think. They've got like this giant ass neon red arrow that like points towards the the restaurant. And like you know, it was it was definitely one of those restaurants where they had like a smoking section that was like in the middle of like the regular you know non-smoking section. Yeah, so there's like there's just like that you know like that just like extra stank in the air from 20 years that's like been there forever from everybody's misties and marbles that have been you know smoked a million times in that little little place. But they you can get this thing called a barnyard buster. Oh yeah, and that's sound yeah yeah dude. Um, it's, uh, hash browns with eggs and then you can do, uh, like biscuits on top of it. And then sometimes you can get like, you know, sausage or bacon or whatever. And then they cover the whole thing in gravy, like six bucks. Damn. Oh yeah. That's pretty much like like anything too, where they give like, they give the sandwich or whatever the fuck it is, like a, a wild name. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, you know, they know they they mean fucking business. They didn't call it a fucking cheeseburger. You know? (laughs) Yeah, we've got uh, what's that? Uh, lunch and supper. They've got like a barnyard sandwich and stuff there, and it's well worth it. It's really, really good. Hell yeah! That's where I take my mom though. It's like a little bit. Of, it's a little smidge upper class ish. Yeah, you know, and the price is kind of isn't isn't cheap cheap. I mean, but you get a ton of food for the money. But when the place has a has a, has a beer garden, this where you know you're going to be paying a little frou frou money. <laughs> yeah, but Ashley and I can order the you know like the fourteen dollar meal sandwich plate and split Just it and it. walk out of there stuffed. Sure. Basically, oh, yeah. all right. Well, so before we wrap this thing up, I'm gonna jump to the ever awesome, sometimes not so awesome, Moped Army forums. Woo! And today, Moped Army. I just jumped into the fucking general discussion. I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna pull a pull a thread. It's been a while since we've done like. A random like thread and like use that for a question on the podcast. So this one is from Nick Harper on fucking Moped Army, and his thread title is "Dumbest Moped Related Thing You've Ever Done." <laughs> Everyone, take oh, a moment, shit. give it a thought. <laughs> Dumbest moped related thing you've ever done. I definitely say one. Well, you, you can go with a couple if you got a few, because I can't really think of just one because I've done a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Um, I definitely one time I've talked about it on podcast. I, I rode my friend's moped. I helped him put a bike together, but I wanted him to be self reliant. So I just kind of pointed fingers and did my own thing beside him, and you know, yep, yeah, that goes there, that goes here, and kind of like supervised him loosely. As you put this bike together <laughs> and then we got it fired up. I was like, man, there it is, man. It starts. And I went to ride it down the street right in front of the shop. And I'm like, cool, man. This thing's ripping, dude. It feels great. Let me test the brakes. And when I hit the front brake, the brake cable wrapped around oh, the yeah. front tire and flipped me over the handlebars because you forgot uh, to put the front brake into the brake stay. Yep. <laughs> I did yep. that. And I can taco the shit out of the tire like yeah. on a brand new built moped. Yeah, I've done that one. I'd, I'd have to say jumping on a worn out 
Tomos that I thought was fast and driving it to Baltimore with only a can of oil and a pistol strapped to my hip <laughs> and no fucking plan chasing Sean and his Minarelli. Also driving through District of Columbia, D.C. with a pistol. I know we skirted around. <laughs> okay, around it. I was like, yeah. I was like, I was like, that's no pistols there. He has done that though. <laughs> I'd say uh, dumbest thing probably it's between. Several times I've completely rebuilt the motor, put it on the bike, got everything hooked up, got spark, you know, got all the, got, you know, carb on everything and then tried running the bike, got it running and then realized I had no fluid in the, in the motor whatsoever. Okay. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. I've, I've done yeah. that before. I've started up with no fluid and be like, oh yeah, I need to put fluid in here. That's not too bad. I think I built a bike once and did everything, but put the seal, one of the seals in it. And I went to start the bike, and it was like it would not start for the life of me. And I was like beating my head, wondering what the fuck was going on. And when I finally stopped to look at everything, I was like, "There's no seal in this bike. That will definitely do it." <laughs> I'll tell you a, a, one thing I learned my lesson on. It's kind of dumb. Never put your gazelles on backwards, and then yeah. shoot a picture of a bike you're really proud of, and send it to your buddy who's going to nitpick it apart. And just be like, "Stupid, your gazelles <laughs> are on backwards." I mean, also, Richie, 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 happy birthday, little bitch. Also, if you put gazelles on backwards, they're staying on backwards for life. Yeah, what are you on the spectrum? Your tires are on backwards. <laughs> Ashley, you do yeah, you that dumb one on my pad? Yeah, recently, um, I was helping someone rebuild their engine and taking the clutch cover off, and oh yeah, we. We didn't know what clutch puller to use, so I like screwed it on just to make sure it fit and then asked for advice but left it on there and they're like, Oh yeah, this this whatever and forgot that I hadn't taken the nut off yet. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. They're like, Why isn't this coming off? Why isn't it coming oh fuck, that's why. <laughs> that's, that's also it off and actually remove the nut. That's first. why I buy a good clutch puller too, because then we're sitting there impacting the living shit out of this clutch puller on this crank. Yeah. With the Dude, nut still on. Another good uh dumb thing that happens with mopeds, uh forgetting to take your piston stop out and trying to start the bike. Yeah. <laughs> I used to have a, I used to do the rope trick for piston stop because I didn't have a piston stop. I oh, was yeah. like, "That's a classic, man." Dude, that's I was Jimmy Joeing all the moped tricks. Yes. Nobody knows about that. Oh, at least a lot of new kids don't know about that. Yeah, but, stuff but, the cylinder full of rope and then just yeah. bring it up the top dead center. And then I would like get the rope out, but it was missing pieces. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And I was like, I don't want it to pull the top end apart. Like, I don't know what's inside of there. I, don't, you know, I had no idea. I'd never taken it apart before. Yeah, tilt it up, man. Hope it falls out the pipe. <laughs> yeah, I think it shoot it up. It was fine. The motor ran enough. Yeah, that's great. I was like, that's oh, so for sale. I have a knack for, for getting to put engine bolts in. And so, like, you know, like, I'll have, like, one or two, you know, the, the top two, and the, one of the top two, or maybe, like, the bottom one and the top one, and then I won't tighten them down, and then they'll rattle out, and I'll look down, and, like, my whole motor is just, like, shifting, and I'm like, this is an variated bike, like. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way, dude. I had a Hobbit, and it was missing, like, two of the motor mounts, and, like. And then I think just two of them got loose or something. Something silly like that. Like we worked on it and we just didn't put them all back. And you're just on the ride and you're just rattling and rattling and rattling and rattling. 
and the the subframes on those things are kind of tacked together they're not fully welded and the <laughs> whole like one whole side of the engine mount just lost all the welds and the thing's just like as you'd variate the the variator would pull the whole engine sideways <laughs> Oh, the whole was like moving beneath me, and the whole rear end of this bike was getting super squirrely, dude. It was so bad. Were you in town or at a rally? Oh, uh, that was in town. Yeah, <laughs> That's we just good, like, at least. yeah, it just <laughs> fell apart, dude. We, we made it back to the garage and threw it in there and picked up another bike. <laughs> when I got to MA20, the zeros had bum, left bum, my Bravo. MA20 <laughs> makes a return to Open Monday podcast. <laughs> They'll never live it down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. No. Sorry. <laughs> First of all, no Portageon. That was rough. Yes. That was a red. <laughs> Wake up first but thing I, in the morning and you can't pee. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> where's that? Where's that restaurant at for breakfast? We're going to breakfast yeah. right now. <laughs> um, when I got to MA20, my bike was on the trailer because I missed the ride, unfortunately. But I was there for the party. Um, I like went to hop on my Vespa and all of a sudden, like, I don't know, like somehow my shock bolts had come out of my like lowers. And so I like hopped on the bike and the whole bike just like squat right down onto my, uh, rear tire. And I was like, fuck, like, cause I think there was an evening ride happening or something. Damn. And, uh, yeah. So then I'm like running around trying to find bolts. And I think I actually saw you, Jason. And I was like, shit. You guys have any hardware on you? Like, no, man, none at all. And I ended up having to buy a Gorelli from uh, Alex V uh, up in Mopit. And uh, I took the shock bolts out of the Gorelli and put it in my Vespa so that I could have something to ride. You bought oh a God. whole that, bike just for some parts? Hey, man. Well, I, <laughs> sounds like mopeds. I, I, I told him, I told him, like, originally that I was going to buy the bike. Oh, okay. It was a super dope two-speed Gorelli, um, NOI. And he was like, hundred bucks, you know, we'll bring it to you. And so like, yeah, they were, they were there. They worked. Oh, so. yeah. Back in the game. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was a good rally, man. Like no matter, the, great bad, no matter the bad shit that happened, like the good shit happened was still fun. Oh, going out to eat with friends was the best. Yeah, we went to friends. that fancy breakfast spot. Mm-hmm. We went to that spot with that bar with the little electronic dart thing. That was tight. I don't remember that. Do you guys remember the uh, two PD cruisers hatch to hatch? No. Bumping music. Damn. Oh, uh, damn. That. Y'all were that was, on the other side of the of the field. Yeah, field we were like from us. Yeah, we were like in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, Cody Prush and I uh, had PT cruisers at one point in time. It's actually my MA profile, <laughs> but he had like a, a PT GT, like the turbo SRT4 PT cruiser with like a massive sub in the rear. Still and not, like mine was just still not. What do cool. you say? I said still not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that motor hey, fucks man. though. That motor's rad. Yeah, dude. You have to thing. be a mechanic to own it, but that motor is really <laughs> rad. He would just like you know spool the turbo and like you just like sink into the seat, you know. And meanwhile, you realize you're in a PT Cruiser. Yeah, and you're sinking into the seat. That's of what PT I was Cruiser. saying. You're sinking into hide so people nobody can see you. <laughs> dude, that rally still had fucking cool fucking bikes, dude. It had the fucking double engine. Oh, it had a, the double engine motorbike. It yep. had fucking Jake Kane's fucking Ripper Tomos. That oh, like that bike so dope. Fucking rips. It had uh, fucking uh, Caesar 
from from Logan Lyons had a seat at yeah. had his damn motorcane that he's brought to five different rallies in five different <laughs> years in five different states and never started the bike once. Like he brings it to the rally and he pulls it out of the van and he can't get it started and he's like, "All right, it's going back in the van till next rally." And he tries it again. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Blowing his user. Like, Shot fired. <laughs> There's an Italia uh, jet there, a little pack two. Oh yeah, yeah. That they wouldn't let me ride for some reason. There were a bunch, <laughs> there was a bunch of cool shit at that rally, man. There was some some derb. Uh, I think it was a, what's the fuck? Not the revival. What's the fucker called? The revolution. revolution. Yeah, the Revo. Yeah, I think one mm-hmm. of those was there. I don't know, man. That I still kind of want one of those. That shit was fun, man. I had a good time. We got I, two micro cars in the city. Ooh. Yeah, Nick Haber and I both have micro cars. So I think Mike's got one too, Vinning. Does, yeah, does yeah, Mike. One? Yeah, the, this one was actually the one I have was actually Mike's at one point. It was okay. that white one. All right. So Nick just got one from Pennsylvania with all the plastics and the doors and everything. From uh, um, did you get it from fucking Mad Rappa? The rapper? Uh, no, it was, it was somebody on MA. It was like an old dude, I think. Somebody posted on Moped Army, and Nick got it. I. S- like lurking the internet today, I looked up and saw that there's like this vintage, looks like a race car, but it's got a Cushman motor on it. But it looks like a hand built, like 1950s style, like not a go kart because, but it's not a well built oh, race yeah. car either. It's really unusual and it's only like 1500 bucks. I'm like, fuck, dude. Are they like the size of like a quarter midget? Kind, I, like the, I haven't seen it in real life, so I can't get a good like gauge on how big it actually is. But it, it's got like uh, a hand lever outside the driver area for like the shifter, so you can shift it. Weird, a little suicide lever. Yeah, like a little suicide lever thick. shifter with a Cushman powered like go kart. I was like, Damn, fuck, fifteen hundred bucks. That thing could be. It might be like real valuable. Might be know. worth less than that, but it's like that'd be kind of a fun little moped rally whip. Break that out. <laughs> Absolutely. The field getter. Yeah, put like a P200 on it or something, like a real you know powerful two-stroke, and so you can light the tires up. Dude, I've also been wondering why no one's ever done a fucking PW50 and just brought it to a moped rally. Might as well be a fucking moped. It's like, it might as well be a fucking TX50. PW50, PW15. Yeah, the, the, the Yamaha. Oh, yeah. Like the kid's bike. Oh, yeah, the super teeny tiny ones with all yeah. the plastics. Well, like, when's someone going to pimp that out and just bring it to a moped rally? Well, I mean, like... Um, I mean, people use those motors. That was uh, Philly was using those engines on shit. Remember their their raffle bike had a PW80 yeah, on it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they use those because the PW80 bolts right on to the chappy frame. All that shit, so you can get like a five speed or whatever the three speed, you know, shifter yeah, that's, on a chappy. That's Just bolt it right on. That's crazy. No mods needed. Huh. Lights work. Everything. Mm. And you got an 80 cc shifty chappy. Toy game. Toy game strong. Yeah. Supposedly. Now, I haven't done this myself, so I can't verify it. So, if you're out there and you end up buying a bunch of shit that doesn't fit, go fuck yourself. Nah, fuck that, Thomas. Go do your research. That's podcast, dude. That shit's, that shit's preacher. That shit's word. Gospel. Church. Church, son. All right, dude. We're going to fucking wrap this thing up. Um, It's been fun hanging out with you for the last, like, hour and whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, dude. Been I'm, rad. Appreciate I'm glad the call. to hear about the dual membership. I'm glad to see fucking Columbus is still kicking it, getting some fresh blood. Uh, and here, yeah, if you are. ever make it to Richmond, we're only an hour and a half from the beach. Oh, yeah. We got real beaches here. You know, you guys want to go. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll just host our rally in your town. Yeah, I'm, I'm game, dude. Like, we're not doing shit. We're lazy. I say we all <laughs> we all go to uh, uh, the uh, White Line Riders fucking hometown where there's no mopeds oh, anymore. Man. Yeah, and just crash that set. That that place is legit. Wilmington, Wilmington, North Carolina, North Kakalaki, where got dreams some, are made. Got a nice beach. Got some real big ass waves. Um, you get real tired dancing around them things. That's for sure. They got an airport <laughs> you can ride by. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Hopefully, you guys can fucking talk to other clubs in Columbus, and maybe Columbus can. I mean, Ohio can do a fucking Ohio Super Rally, and hopefully, we can get the Midwest and other states to fucking get in line, dude. So we make it more accessible for people to like hit these things, man. Like, I'm not hitting. Ride. I'm not hitting all the rallies, but if you guys want to combine them together and do one, it'd totally be worth it. Yeah. Make it a banger, yeah. dude. Three raffle bikes, three or clubs, just, three raffle bikes, once one rally. Let's or go. Or maybe they just have to host the nationals there and get I, a collective going. I think it's going to repeat in fucking uh, Chicago since they missed it this year. Hot and Ready's 10 year. Yeah. Oh, damn. Which yeah. we ride. I haven't been to Chicago in a while, so I'll be down. Hopefully 2021 fucking works out for us. Uh, thanks for hanging yeah. out with us, dude. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, fuck your car. Ride a moped, bro. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you, man. Bye. Uh, bye. Bah! <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Uh, you guys want to check them out on Instagram? That's uh, the damn Moped Beach Club and Elliot and the. They, they're the doing crew. the damn thing, man. Yeah. Like they got a new lot, lot of new, young new riders. They got some old heads still kicking around. Like Ohio's got a, got a little scene popping, man. And uh, as you can hear, there's, there's cheap bikes and fucking bikes still available out there. You know, if you're trying to get something picked up, maybe someone bring bring your bike to a rally, ship you something. Yeah, trying you to drop know. off a truckload of bikes, bring them to Richmond. <laughs> I don't want them. Call 638-9533. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll buy a stack of bikes. I'm gonna sit on them. them. I'm out. <laughs> Too many bikes. All right. We're faded. Real. Yeah, we're tired. It's gonna no voicemails? Oh, man. I don't even know. I think there is, actually. Before you know. we... Let's check it out. Let's see what we got here. And then we got to send some, uh, get our sponsorship letter for the build, built, and yeah. get those you, uh, emailed out. Have any cool Tomos parts that you might want to send us? Or, you know, something for this raffle? We're looking for a Gila intake for a VM or something. Yeah. Whatever intake we get is going to dictate the carb. Yeah. If you uh, make cool stuff, moped t shirts, pins, buttons, stickers, swag fucking accessories anything cool that you would like to donate to the raffle or even just the design t- so we could make a t-shirt it'd be much appreciated and we can do something with it because episode 100 you know you know we do we give shit away and speaking of that uh episode 90 sorry it's coming i, I did them what they're, they're in the closet i haven't shipped shit yet because i'm lazy <laughs> <laughs> so want, the, I'll th- ship it. There are three prizes, uh, and they're going to go out this week, 100%. So I'm just like, you know. Yeah, I have a package that has to go to yeah. the post office. So we'll do stuff. It'll happen. Um, we do have one voicemail. and But yeah, if you want to help us out, you got some shit you want to donate, and for us to give away in the rally, uh, raffle, not rally raffle, but a raffle raffle. Yeah. Podcast raffle. The 100th raffle. 100th. 100th. So what are we building? We're building a Tomos with a Gila kit. Hopefully yeah. an HPI. Trying to build a Boss Loss Tomos. Hopefully a Jammer Clutch. Something everyone can enjoy. Hopefully we'll send the crank out to get balance and all that stuff. Yeah. We'll half-ass Jake can build it. 
you know, smooth it out a little bit. Just a little bit. You want it, you want it 100. You better fucking. Go We're gonna go turbo it, real. nitrous it. We're gonna have a bi turbo <laughs> for the secret power band. It's got to be an electric start. Maybe we'll hook it up. Maybe we won't. Probably not. We're gonna turn the electric start into a water pump. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to support that and you want to hook us up, you want to send us something, just hit us up on Moped Monday Podcast at gmail.com and let us know what you're holding or hit us up on Instagram or something, Facebook, all, all those things. We got them. And if you like the podcast, hit us on iTunes reviews or rating or something like that. You know, get us some stars, give us a rating, tell us what you think, you know, some feedback, whatever. Please. That makes us feel good. On the, on the inside. Pretty please. And our little hearts. And yeah, uh, let's hit this voicemail and then get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, where's the play button? There we go. Boys. So, are you ready for a moped fail? By the way, hello. This is Conan, Small Squad. Conan. Manic moped. So, I've been tuning my Derby Flat Reads. First ever Derby, you know? Uh, got the metric kit on there. Just got a crank intake on there. Got a crank pipe, THBG21, TJT. You know, I'm trying to tune this thing up, and it keeps falling on its face, acting like it's fuel starving. And I have been running NGK BR8 HS plugs. They take ES plugs, and I'm a fucking idiot. Thanks, <laughs> have a good week. Zing! <laughs> there you go. Buddy dumbest coming, th- coming. that fits right into the dumbest thing yeah. you've done in a while. That definitely fit right in with uh, today's episode. Thanks, Conan. Uh, I've been there. I've definitely put in the wrong size plug that was too short. I've also put in the wrong size plug that was too long. And you wonder why this thing's making tapping noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this does not sound right. What's going on here? You pull a spark plug out and it is flattened. <laughs> yeah, no good. Yeah. That's funny. So, There's a hole in your piston. I don't know. It was fun. I had a good time, as always. Had a good time this weekend. Doing the mopeds. This week's been fun. I think think the rest of the week I'm taking it easy. Nah, fuck that. Karaoke tomorrow night. Nah, fuck that. Board games and couches (laughs) and fucking sleeping. No dose. On beat. Mm. No dose and karaoke. such a good coffee table. We can sit on the couches and play board games on the coffee. I'm game. I'm tired. Take it easy. Same. In the room with no lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't I put mean, lights in a living room? I just want all you guys to know. Just remember, mopeds are dumb. Mopeds are dumb. <laughs> hey, y'all. Mopeds are dumb. Mopeds are dumb. Love you. Shout out Second Chance. Uh, we're out of here. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. Bye. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? <laughs> I don't know, like touching flower, was it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh boy! Wah, wah, wah. You fucking.